Hey guys, how are you going? Welcome to the first edition of the Cadena Clouder AFLW report. The season, the AFL season, is a fortnight away, so everyone is living and breathing football at the moment. So I thought, what better time, now everyone's paying the most attention, to do a recap of the first half of the AFLW season for the Cats so far. Um, we'll be going through each of the games we've played and talk about some of the key players and key moments of the season so far. Um, I, for one, have really enjoyed the AFLW season so far this year. I think it's probably been the best season to date. Um, the skill level has certainly gone up, maybe not a, a notch, but a level um, to the point where you're not seeing as many um, issues and skill errors that you know can cost teams like it did in the first couple of seasons. Un unfortunately, it's just a fact that um, AFL is 150 years in further development than the AFLW. Um, people watch AFLW and think, you know, what is, what are we watching? The, the skills are nowhere near the AFL. How can I watch this? This is deplorable. Yeah, it's a completely different league with completely different players with completely different levels of skill and development. Um, I'm on the of the belief that you watch AFLW for two quarters and you get the flow of the game. You understand where the players are at, where the teams are at, and then it's a non-issue after that. For the people that want to look further into it and, you know, heckle and put down the, the league and the players, that's their choice. But I, for one, have really enjoyed this season so far. Um, obviously, having the Cats enter the, the season from last year was amazing to be able to barrack for your own team in in any league in any capacity is always fantastic but certainly having the the girls in this year um is is amazing and we obviously made finals last year uh, to lose out to adelaide who were the best team in the league by far last year the first three games of this year we lost unfortunately we did just record our first win against richmond last weekend um, but right now, we're going to go back and just have a quick glance over the first few games that we've played this year, just in case if anyone wanted to do a recap of the first half of the season. Now that the uh, AFL is almost back, everyone's paying lots of attention. So uh, we played the Fremantle Dockers in the first round. We ended up losing 6-8-44 to 4-4-28. We were right in it right until the end, but the Dockers kicked a couple of quick goals late, and one of their young players, Roxy Rue, proved uh, an amazing pickup for them and, and kicked a few goals. It was uh, it was a close-fought game. I was right on the edge of my seat. Um, the skill level was quite high, and that was probably something I noticed from the start of our season in our first game, that our skill level, the Cats, um, seemed to have gone up a bit from last year. We seemed to be marking quite well and being able to make really good and meaningful plays from one end of the ground to the other instead of just having you know, like a rolling scrum of stoppages down the field and eventually ending up in a, in, a, in a score, we seem to be moving the ball much better and a lot of teams have seemed to be doing that this season also. So some of the highlights from this game was uh, Rochelle Rocky Cranston kicking probably the goal of the year to date, um, picking the ball up, you know, sort of at centre square level after a, a great passage of play, um, got the ball forward for us. I believe it was... Olivia Purcell actually that got the ball forward and and actually got the ball into Rochelle Cranston's hands but um, yeah she picked the ball up and ran inside 50, cheeky little handball in front of herself and 
finished the goal from about 25 meters out um, with a defender hot on her tail. So that was a fantastic effort and gave us something to cheer about. But unfortunately, obviously, we um, ended up losing the game after that. But that certainly led to some excitement. Um, another highlight for me this season has been Danielle Higgins. Um, she has been probably our best player this season and most consistent between each game. Um, obviously, a, a more mature player. She's been in the system for a few years, but her um, experience and her football now has has proved really effectual in the midfield where she can just dominate play at some stages and, and really show her class and experience. And it's good to see she's, she's really burst onto the scene um, this season as well as uh, Olivia Purcell, who in the first week of the AFLW season in the first round um, racked up 27 disposals, which is pretty tasty numbers for any game, let alone an AFLW game, and the four tackles. She's been consistent in her tackling this year as well. So uh, Cranston and Purcell have probably been the excitement machines um, with Phoebe McWilliams taking a few good marks in this game and as she normally does, taking a few clunks, which is her job, which is always good to see. So <clears throat> this game, we also saw the introduction of Millie Brown and Amy McDonald. They were our two debutantes for this game and some of the recent draftees. Uh, Millie Brown's performed quite well this year. Only the eight disposals in the first game, but had a few one-on-one contests, one -on -one contests that she proved to be quite good in and seemed to hold her ground quite well. And Amy McDonald, only the five disposals, but again, proved uh, during the season in later games to have some good pieces of play. And as a whole, the team itself has performed very well in each game. Um, obviously, losing the first threes we'll continue to talk about, but they've all been very close-fought matches, and the teams certainly worked well together to uh, get the best result for the club in each week. So, we'll move on to the we'll move on to the second game of the year uh, down in Geelong, a home game for us against the Brisbane Lions, who ended up winning six three thirty nine to three two twenty. This was a disappointing game because we were by and far the better team in the first half with Olivia Purcell turning it on again with two pretty cracking goals and 16 disposals in the first half. And I personally thought we were going to run away with it from there, but um, Brisbane just showed their experience. They've made a couple of grand finals, I think, and um, yeah, showed their experience by just pulling away you know, for the rest of the game and not letting us get a, get a look in, basically. Um, Jessie Wardlaw kicked three goals and she's a, a great young player for Brisbane and she played fantastically and three goals is a great effort um, in the AFLW and we just couldn't couldn't um, fire a shot after half time unfortunately but um, yeah Brisbane certainly have that experience they've been around for ages and we just were pretty much completely outclassed in the second half but this was probably the only game that where we looked to have like the wobbles or looked any bit shaky um, Nina Morrison, back from an ACL injury last year, which was pretty well publicised, played so well in that first game against Collingwood and then um, unfortunately did a knee at training during that week after the first round. So she's been back in some really good form. It's been really good to see her and Olivia Purcell and Danielle Higgins sort of team up to be a, a very powerful force in the midfield. Um, if it's not um, Morrison or... Purcell getting it out of the midfield, uh, Higgins comes through and, and just shows you that poise that I was talking about before, but um, Morrison seems to have adjusted really well, she was a bit quiet in the first game, but you know came back with 18 disposals in this game and, and looked really solid, so 
We'll jump into the third game now. As the Brisbane game was a bit disappointing, to be honest, because we were in front at half time and, and then it just sort of fell away in the second half. Um, so there wasn't really much to write home about that other than Brisbane just sort of running over us there. Um, the the third round was Geelong playing Adelaide at home again. Adelaide ended up winning 8-1-49 to 6-2-38. And this was the game that really got me invested in this season because we had the Crows absolutely looking over their shoulder in the third quarter. We came home with a wet sail like anything. And, and we at one stage, we were almost in front. Um, Rochelle Cranston, again, just over the back, kicked an amazing goal in the uh, last quarter to just get us within, I think it was four points um, with about two or three minutes to go and, and we're really, really pushing the Crows. Um, and unfortunately, this was a big talking point during the week, but the um, the decision was paid by the umpire after one of our defenders, I believe it was Amy McDonald, um, who rushed her behind through. Um, she actually got paid a deliberate. So that, that was a really big... Um, talking point during the week because it was very 50-50 split between people saying, you know, she she could have you know played grabbed it and played on and and like kept the ball in play and other people were saying she she you know didn't have a chance because she was trying to stop the ball right on the line but either way the umpire paid it a deliberate and Adelaide kicked a goal and you know we we weren't going to come back from there and even before that we were five points down with um, you know a minute something left in the clock so there's no guarantee we're going to take it down the other end and kick the goal. This was probably the most exciting game I've watched in AFLW for Geelong. It was it was a great game, and to be able to push the um, the premiership team from the previous season almost a breaking point. They looked rattled in the in the third quarter. They looked absolutely off their rocker, and we were coming right behind them. And um, yeah, just missed out. But the signs were so positive uh, in this game, and I th- I think a major reason we looked so solid in this game was the return of uh, Megan McDonald, who had unfortunately broken her pinky in the week or so prior to round one and missed the first uh, two games. So she was meant to be out for three or four, but she only missed two. And her return against Adelaide just just shored up our defence so much better and we just look so much more composed coming out of the back line because she's, she gets so many intercept marks, Meg Mac. Uh, she gets so many intercept marks and she turns that into attacking play pretty quickly. So... She's a pretty flexible and um, unique defender, in, especially in the AFLW. She's able to do uh, multiple positions, one-on-one, uh, intercept marks, and then also set up that attacking play from, from half-back or the back line. So uh, another prominent game was Julia Crockett-Grills Crockett in this game with 15 disposals and five tackles. And Jordan Ivey also seven tackles. Madeline Carrick six tackles. So the tackling was all around this game. Nina Morrison seven tackles with 15 disposals was pretty good. Um, Olivia Purcell 19 disposals, two tackles and a goal. At this point, she was by and far leading our best and fairest. I was thinking to myself at this time, but Danielle Higgins has something to say about that in the next game. So uh, there were some really good things to take out of this game, and I knew the next week that we were going to get a win. We got, you know, robbed. A lot of people will say we got robbed with that uh, deliberate call towards the end of the game. And we had a new to the league Richmond team coming up the next week in Wangaratta, I believe. Um, we actually defeated Richmond 10-7-67 to 7-3-45. A massive victory. Um, we smashed our previous 
high score by double, like half, I think. So I think our previous high score was 36, and we got 67. So massive quarter. The second quarter, we kicked six goals and absolutely just blew the Tigers off the park. We looked good in the first quarter, but we didn't really make the absolute most of it. Um, there were just goal kickers absolutely everywhere. There were just goal kickers absolutely everywhere. Georgia Clark with two. The second one was a, a great pickup and snap on the run that just bounced through on the right on the right angle. Michelle Cranston as well took a couple of good marks forward and kicked two goals. Julia Crockett Grills kicked her first goal. Kate Darby came back into the into the team and kicked the first goal in the first minute, which was awesome. She has really good presence up forward and can take a really strong mark. Fortunately, kicked two behinds, but um, having her kick the first goal certainly set the tone for us and uh, got us up and about early. Like I said, I thought we were always a chance in this game because of how well we played last week, and I felt the girls just really wanted to get the win uh, this week because <laughs> they were robbed the week before. But um, Anna Teague also kicked her first goal in AFLW, and I believe Renee Gehring did as well. So there were three new goal kickers to the club uh, for a couple of girls that have been around for a while. Meg McDonald had four intercept marks and 16 disposals, and she was amazing for the whole game. She was our best player on the day. Danielle Higgins kicked a goal as well, an amazing goal running through the pack and just absolutely cut through the pack and kicked this great goal on the left, I believe. And, and yeah, I was up and about then for sure. She had 12 disposals and that goal did hurt her shoulder or wrist, it looked like, towards the end of the game. And I didn't think she was going to come back, but came back on with her arm really dangling by her side, which was unfortunate. So I hope she is right for next week because, like I said, she has been playing so well this year and she would arguably be winning our best and fairest or leading the best and fairest at the moment at least. Um, so this was a fantastic game. We've got Gold Coast coming up next week on the Friday night in Queensland. So that should hopefully be a win for us considering that Richmond were new to the league, Gold Coast are new to the league. They've had a win and Richmond haven't unfortunately, but um, we certainly have the experience in this case against Gold Coast, who are new to the league. Um, there's four games left of this season, so if we can get a cut, you know, maybe one Gold Coast, and then the next week I think we've got North Melbourne, so if we could get over North Melbourne or get a couple wins on the board in a, in a, in a row, there's no, you know, you can't let finals go, especially with this conference system. I, for one, don't really like the conference system, but the good thing about it is you don't have to sneak into the top six or the top eight of the ladder. You only have to, you know, sneak into your, the top two of your conference. So if you the rest of your conference is doing rubbish like ours seems to be doing at the moment, now, you know, Carlton beat Adelaide this weekend as well, so we're only a game away from Adelaide. Um, if if we can sneak into the top two with some good form come finals, like there's no, you know, putting out anything can happen come finals, especially with some good form. Um, we seem to have a pretty strong midfield unit this year and our forwards in Phoebe McWilliams especially uh, have started to fire now. She had five marks in that game against Richmond. Um, our midfields led by Olivia Purcell with another 20 disposals in this recent game and four tackles. Uh, and our defenders um, have been really solid as well, especially now with Megan McDonald back in the team. So um, unfortunately, Jordan Ivey got uh, reported and suspended for a week for a clumsy hit on Katie Brennan, who will be out for the next week uh, with concussion-related issues. So that's unfortunate for her, and we, and we will lose uh, Jordan for the next week's game. But 
yeah, as a whole, I think the, the season so far for Geelong has been really positive, even though we've only won one game. You can see that every game has been a really tight tussle and they haven't given up at all. There was a couple of games last year where we sort of just got blown out of the park and, um, you know, especially that last game against Adelaide where we really just had no no chance, especially with a rampaging Aaron Phillips. So, um, yeah, the next game's against Gold Coast. I'll be watching that on Friday night. I'm really keen to see a, the first back-to-back win for the season. The girls have been playing really well this year, and it's really great to see the town of Geelong getting behind the girls and all, all the boys getting behind them as well. So um, I'll hopefully be doing an episode next week of the second episode of Cadena Clouder AFLW Report, and hopefully we'll be talking about a Geelong win over Gold Coast. But until then, I'll hear from you guys next week. Uh, feel free to leave any comments about what you think of the AFLW season so far, what you're looking forward to in the AFL season. I'll be going to the uh, game in Essendon, uh, the game against Essendon in Colac to watch the AFL boys play against Essendon. So hopefully we can see a relatively full dress rehearsal against Essendon as opposed to, you know, the drubbing that we got against Gold Coast in the first Marsh Series game. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Leave your comments down below and we'll catch you next week. See ya.